dangerous virus experiments. So I know there's arguments on both sides. Some people say we need to experiment with viruses to develop vaccines. Other people say it's too dangerous, things can escape from nature. I'm not an expert in this area, but I have some thoughts of, of uh, risk and reward in general that may apply to uh, viruses that I want to talk about here. So there's different kind of mistakes. There's mistakes that could be undone and mistakes that could not be undone, what they call catastrophic mistakes. Most mistakes in life could be undone, but certain things can't. Like if you... Uh, you know, get paralyzed, although they're working on that, you know, you probably can't get unparalyzed. So, or if you lose your sight, although they're working on that also. So what you really want to avoid is catastrophic mistakes. So personally, I, even though I think that, uh, you know, potentially, you know, there's some benefit, obviously, to, you know, working on vaccines and we need to do that. We need to be so careful that, the research that we're funding uh, doesn't, uh, you know, do more harm than good. So, you know, like you, even Elon Musk said, you know, the disease, the cure can't be worse than the disease. So right now there's a debate about whether COVID, there's two competing theories, whether it happened naturally or whether it was, you know, uh, escaped from a, a lab in China, Wuhan. And, you know, that's not clear yet, but what is clear I mean, there's a vigorous debate about it, but what is very clear is that, uh, you know, we fund, and I mean we, America, you know, fund, uh, you know, virus experimentation, basically, to try to, you know, work on vaccines and understand viruses and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it's possible that we'll wind up killing ourselves doing it. Like Elon Musk is taking us to Mars because, uh, you know, planetary, you know, survival, you know, I'm watching a video now that uh, it's called The Longest Running Evolution Experiment by Verstiam. I haven't, I've only gotten through the first few minutes, but it was so powerful I wanted to stop and do this. They do. They did a, uh, I'm going to watch the rest of it. They, they did an 11-day experiment where they took uh, a virus that was killed by an antibiotic. It was either virus or bacteria, I forget. It was killed by an antibiotic, but then they let it evolve. And within... First of all, so that it could survive uh, uh, with an antibiotic that was 10 times stronger than what killed it eventually. Then, then, uh, um, and then it led to evolve to, uh, against an antibiotic that was 100 times stronger than what would kill it uh, initially. And then uh, it learned to evolve and survive against an antibiotic that was 1,000 times stronger than what would kill it eventually. And you know how long it took to survive against an antibiotic a thousand times stronger? Eleven days. Now, if that's not going to scare the, the S out of you, I don't know what will. In eleven days, a virus learned how to survive against an antibiotic a thousand times stronger. I watched another uh, video that talked about the, uh, it was from Vox, about the different variants that are coming up. And basically it says, as long as the virus exists, you know, it'll keep on working to, uh, you know, uh, uh, come up with new and stronger variants. This happens randomly, but, you know, over time, if there's enough people that are uh, still infected, and possibly people could become reinfected, and possibly, you know, worst case, um, well, I don't know if this is even the worst case, but, you know, it could evolve to the point, people debate about whether this is possible or not, but something, it, it definitely is possible. 
potentially it could evolve to the point where the vaccines don't even work anymore. Already they're probably like slightly or somewhat diminished according to uh, uh, experts. That's why we may need a booster shot or shots. But potentially that's why we have to work to, uh, you know, get people vaccinated. I mean, this is a controversial topic, so I'm not going to really focus on it here. But I believe in voluntary. Like, I don't think people should be coerced. But, you know, the the, the virus is not something to, to play around with. And, um, you know, I, I think that there should be, you know, a moratorium on the most... Uh, uh, I think two two things I would recommend, and again, I'm not an expert, but just in risk and reward in general. The first is there should be, uh, you know, uh, a moratorium, I believe now, on anything that's considered moderately to extremely uh, potentially deadly. You know, I would say at least extremely, and even moderately, probably yes, because you know, all we need is one mistake and, you know, we wipe out the human species. So better to err on the side of caution significantly. And then the second thing I think we need is we need a whole framework to understand, not just among a few scientists, because now it's coming out with like Fauci and others that, you know, a few of the top scientists in the world were disagreeing, but nobody knew what was going on. We need the whole public, not only the whole health workers, but the whole public to understand what the parameters are, what the major questions are, what the major framework is, uh, this risk and reward around viruses and contagious diseases so that everybody understands so that the public can be informed and, and we can have like a meaningful debate as a world and as a society and as a country in terms of what's going on. You know, Elon Musk said that artificial intelligence is going to kill us, but, you know, the viruses could kill us first. And uh, we really need to, you know, start to get our, our, our arms around it.